much for joining me today. I'm Colleen Klimczak, organizational coach and certified professional organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, a weekly accountability and productivity session through professional speaking, blogging, and podcasting. Want to finish strong with me this week? Join me for Finish Line Friday, every Friday morning from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central for a two-hour productivity session. Drop me an email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or follow the Zoom Room link on my Instagram or Facebook pages. So I am recording this uh, the first week of October, and I have met a lot of new folks uh, in the last couple weeks. And so if you are new to the podcast, um, because I have run into you at a presentation, or if you're a new subscriber, welcome. Glad to have you here. I'm glad you found me. And I'd like you to stick around. So if you could please hit subscribe on whatever app or platform where you're listening to this episode, I would appreciate it. So today I want to talk about planning day. I want to get back to the procrastination topics that I started a few weeks ago, especially since I have been hearing from a lot of you about procrastination and how the articles and episodes have been resonating with you. But alas, that is not where my brain is today. And instead of fighting my brain, I realized I could use this as a teaching and learning moment for all of us. Procrastination is important, but it will still be waiting for me when I get back to it. That's a little procrastination joke there. So instead, today is a planning day. And I mean, capital P, capital D, planning day. Planning day is more than just a plan for the next hour or day or this week, even though those are great places to start. So a planning day looks a little farther out. As in, let's look at this month, this quarter, this year, right? So where do I want to see me by November 1st or January 1st or by my next birthday? So today is a planning day for a lot of reasons. Today's a planning day because it's a new month. It's always a good idea, right? It's also a planning day because it's a new season, Uh, it is supposed to get cold here in the Midwest overnight. I'm very excited about this prospect. Um, but I always feel like I said, uh, in, um, every time the seasons change that I always feel a fresh new, uh, you know, energy when that happens. Um, and today is also a planning day because it's a new quarter. It's Q4. I know that sounds very businessy, but you know, I am running a company here. So sometimes things sound businessy. Even if I don't say things like Q3 and Q4 out loud, I do think in those terms all the time. And it's a new quarter, Q4, and Q4 matters. I like to set goals for quarters and for the year. So last week at the end of the third quarter, I checked in on my Q3 goals to see what I had completed or not. And I'm quite satisfied with my goal completion rate for Q3. And now it's time to look at what I want to accomplish before the end of 2023. Oh my gosh, I just said the end of 2023. That is crazy to think about, right? So just this week, I've scheduled several organizing presentations for January and February of 2024. 2024. I can't even wrap my head around that. 
I already had some presentations on the books for 2024, but now I have a whole lot more, which is very exciting. But seeing 2024 in print on the contracts, it's quite noteworthy. Anyway, so it's a planning day because it's a new quarter. For me, it's a planning day because my oldest son and my daughter-in-law were married last Friday, and it's wonderful. I'm so happy. There were friends, there was family, the weather was perfect, everybody was happy, everything went smoothly. It is wonderful. And there was a lot of work and planning that went into that ahead of time, mostly on the part of the bride and groom, but it has occupied my mind and parts of my schedule for the last couple of weeks too. And now that it is blessedly and wonderfully complete, then the rest of the world comes back in, right? So it's planning day because I need to plot my course post-wedding. It's planning day too because October is my birth month and I always feel retrospective around my birthday and also eager to plot my course for the next year. It's a great time to check in on things, right? So join me for planning day and here's how. So first of all, we have to remember that planning takes time. So set aside some time. On my schedule this week, today did not start out as a planning day, but some client cancellations provided some much needed white space. Sometimes I'll end up planning as I drive, I think really clearly when I drive, or maybe spontaneously in an early morning writing session. But truly, this is too important to leave up to chance. So don't do it that way. So don't do it by leaving it up to chance. By all means, set aside some time. Don't wait for a cancellation or a found opportunity. Put big picture planning on the schedule. And as I wrote this article today, I hopped into my Google Calendar and I scheduled planning sessions for the last week in December and the first week in January to not leave it up to chance for the next quarter. Next, I would suggest giving yourself some grace. And that's today and every day, for goodness sake. I want to give myself some grace and ask you to do the same in general, in life. We are so quick to judge ourselves. I was talking with a client yesterday. She is a reader and a listener of the newsletter and the podcast. And she was reporting that she didn't get what she was supposed to get done since our last appointment. That happens. And then she mentioned that she had COVID since our last appointment weeks ago, thank goodness, but that matters and that wins. That absolutely wins. We took a moment in our session to look at what she did do, right? And what she survived and what she did accomplish. And we did that before we jumped into the day's tasks because we really do need to just cut ourselves some slack most days, right? I think I'm the first one to do that to myself. I mean, the judgment part as well. I could look at my list and my schedule and go, oh my gosh, I've got all this stuff to do. What is wrong with me? And the answer is nothing. Absolutely nothing is wrong with me. Life happened and it happens. And it was amazing. And now I get to choose how else I want to spend my time. So my friends, grace. After we have set aside some time and also cut ourselves some slack, given ourselves some grace, then I want us to look at the done list And I find this step fun and gratifying, but it is often overlooked. 
And it's similar, I guess, as I'm saying this out loud, to what I talked about last week in the completion, right? So the woohoo moment. So the done list is the opportunity to look back and go, wow, I really did do some great things recently. And we have to acknowledge those things, right? So last week or last month or last quarter, you got things done. Yay you. We can absolutely be proud of what we accomplished. And I am proud of what I accomplished. So look at that done list. Take a moment and bask and revel in what you did get done. So I mentioned that I was reviewing my Q3 goals last week. And last week, my accountability partner reminded me that I had also successfully helped my mom move to a new home in August. And that wasn't on the original Q3 goal list, but it's certainly noteworthy. And it absolutely made it onto the Q3 done list. A fellow organizing coach, Shannon, wrote in a recent Facebook post that she was ready to apologize for not posting a lot recently on social media. And I am feeling guilty about that too. But then, as a good coach, she shifted her perspective and shared what she did accomplish in the last month or two. And the list was long and fabulous, impressive and wonderful. And I really appreciated her shift in perspective. And it came to me at just the right time for me to read that as well, because it would have been easy to get frustrated with what I need to do still or what hasn't gotten done. And instead, I found myself also patting myself figuratively on the back for what I did get on that done list. Okay, and now for the planning. So after we have done those first three steps, which do need to be done as well, right? Now it's time to look ahead. It's time to take action. But if we haven't planned, how do we know what the right action is? Yep, I know. Without a plan, without having sat down and thought about these things, how do you actually know what the right action is? Way back in one of my first podcast episodes, I think it was like episode number five, it was the last episode, last December of 2022, I talked about focus areas. And I got to tell you, that has been, uh, come. <laughs> people have quoted me back to me about focus areas often, and it cracks me up every time and I love it. So if you need a refresher course, check out that episode. So when we talk about focus areas, right, when we're planning future if we're planning ahead, we need to start with our focus areas and knowing what's important to us, okay? For example, I was talking with a client on Monday. She was feeling discombobulated, and I absolutely understood. And in the next breath, she was also telling me all the wonderful things that she did with and for her family recently. She talked about a huge professional accomplishment and a huge work project that she successfully completed. And so I used the image of focus areas, and we kind of tweaked it for her she kind of liked the idea of lanes or columns on a whiteboard of the different areas. I call them focus areas, but she was calling them the different areas or lanes of her life. So maybe one lane was family and kids, maybe it's specific family members. And in addition, she's a professional musician and also has an artistic full-time job not related to music. So there could be home or personal, professional or music, right? Wellness, professional development, each has a lane, and she saw them like traffic, which I loved that imagery. And that worked for her with different lanes moving at different speeds, but all in the same direction, right? I just love that image. And that was a way that she used the focus area idea and made it work for her. 
So what I would recommend is that you do the same because I know I'm going to be doing that this week as well. So listing your focus areas is where we go next. And for example, I'm going to use myself as the example because then I don't have to ask permission. So mine are school board, ministry, home and family, personal wellness, personal and wellness, and then education, and then the company, so my business. So I might list all those focus areas and then jot down some reasonable three-month goals or milestones or plans around those different focus areas. So what that might look like for me is in addition to, you know, regular board work that happens every day or every week, two Q4 goals for school board might be that we are starting a policy review this week for the next six to 12 months, and that we also have our annual um, conference in November. Those are my actual goals in those areas. In addition to regular weekly ministry, two Q4 ministry goals are my annual baptismal prep photo project and joyfully and successfully planning and completing the liturgical Advent season. As a liturgical musician, Advent and Christmas are like Super Bowl for five weeks straight. It's crazy, but it's uh, it's great, um, but it needs to be planned for. So other areas that I might be planning for in the next uh three months under home and family, let's say, maybe I have successful Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays and there would be tasks and things like that, uh, maybe subcategories under each of those areas that I would also set goals in. Uh, One thing I know that I've totally dropped the ball on in 2023 is my personal education. And so I need to um, set a couple goals in that focus area for myself. And that would be Um, completing my next certification uh, with the ICD, which is where I get my continuing education units from, and also reading um, the pile of nonfiction books that has been accumulating next to my desk um, before the end of 2023, right? So those are a couple goals that I could knock out as well. And I've got three months to do it. And then I have my business goals. So uh, this is as far as I've gotten. So this is what I'll be doing when I'm done recording the podcast is establishing one coaching goal, one client goal, one speaking goal, one community building goal, and one operational goal that I can set. So I'm going to set all of those this week and then factor in the steps that I need to take to complete those before the end of the year. This is what planning day means. This is what planning day means for me. And it could also be what planning day means for you, right? So those are my focus areas. What are your focus areas and what's important to you? So a couple more questions to ask before I wrap up. What are your focus areas, right? What's important to you? What is one thing that you'd like to accomplish by the end of Q4 in at least one of those focus areas, maybe more? What will you be proud to look back on in three months? What will you be happy to tell me about at the end of Q4, right? I would love to hear from all of you the end of December on how your Q4 rolled out and what one or many things you would like to share that you're proud of. Maybe you've got something lingering on your to-do list and you know that life will be so much better if you just get that one thing squared away. Yep, let's set that as a Q4 goal on planning day. Maybe... As I mentioned, you know, this month is my birthday month. Where do I want to see myself by the time I hit my next birthday? 
And something to think about too, absolutely throw in some easy goals, okay? So some goals are easy to see and even easy to accomplish, but they still need to be listed because the done list is so fun to celebrate, right? So for example, we're looking at Q4, you know, obviously Thanksgiving and Christmas will happen whether I set them as a goal or not, but they do become a placeholder and a reminder that yes, these events will take effort and their successful completion warrants celebration and a feeling of accomplishment. So please leave room for celebration and for some fun and some joy in the next three months as well. So that's my planning day. Plan with me this week, okay? So plan for Q4, plan for the month of October, plan for whatever you wanna plan. But like I said, big picture, we aren't just talking about today or this week. I wanna look at the month and the quarter and the year, all right? And if this is one of those things that you need to go back and listen to when it's Q1 for 2024, great. I love it. Let's do it. I have these podcasts and articles available all the time to refer back to. I have 45 episodes so far. So if there's something you need a refresher or a reminder about, these will always be there for you. I hope you take some time for planning this week. Do it as a gift to yourself. And I hope you found this helpful. If you'd like to explore topics like this and coaching for organizing and productivity, drop me a line via email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through my social media platforms, Facebook or Instagram. Thanks so much. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.